Wake up, Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 The Ticket's Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Welcome back to Hour 2 on a Tuesday. Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break. Fun show so far. Check out the podcast at theticketfm.com. You can always watch and comment on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter. Uh, call and text 402-464-5685. The show is sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Okay. I want to dive into something here real quick. Well, not real quick for the whole segment here. Because we, we've not really, I think, established this regarding the next hire for Nebraska football. And this is why I talk about the money situation for the Huskers in terms of if you really want to get back to competing at a very high level, you should not be scared to shell out the big dollars. Mark Stoops just got $9 million a year to stay at Kentucky. Okay. I don't think you and I see Kentucky anytime soon contending for a national championship. I don't. They are a solid team in the SEC, and that's all they are. Yep. And he's getting $9 million a year. Yep. It's amazing. If if you – if you really want to dive into it, I'm not going to, but just I'll gloss quickly before you get to your point. Gloss quickly. Gloss. Ten years at Kentucky, two 10-win seasons, two, two top 25 finishes, $9 million. $9 million. Okay? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, he's done well, and it's all, it's all relative. It's in the context of Kentucky never being much at all. Bear Bryant was there in the fifties, and it, was, it got to be pretty good. But since then, you know, you had Hal Mummy there. I mean, I remember Hal Mummy. Yeah, I remember. Four <laughs> sandals on the sideline. Um, the that's pretty cool, actually. <laughs> I, I don't know if he How wore much sandals. Does that guy really care. I don't know there. if he wore sandals. You know, though, he had. He's the guy who who like had a towel around his neck. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, nine Hal million. Mummy. Nine million was very striking to me on Sunday. Nine million a, a year for Stoops. You're right now. I give you credit on this. It does change the market. Yes, it does. Jimmy Sexton. Thanks, Jimmy. You ruined everything. The question I have for you guys, think deeply on this. 402-464-5685. Does Nebraska's standard of what they expect from the next coach depend on who they hire? It seems like it does. Because I I don't think you can sit here right now and say that Nebraska's expectations for next season are the same if the coach is Urban Meyer versus if it's Lance Leipold. Right. Right? Yeah. And this is what that's why you and I say on this program that if you can get Urban Meyer, which I don't know if it's possible, we get, we hold the hope until it doesn't happen, he gives you instant credibility and an instant chance to be a contender in the last year of the Big Ten West. Instantly. Mm-hmm. Knowing that he's taking over a program in ruins that's potentially going three and nine two straight years, mm-hmm. barring what happens on, on Friday in Iowa City. Mm-hmm. Like you don't expect Lance Leipold in year one if he's the coach to get Nebraska to win the Big Ten West. Not necessarily, right? Urban Meyer would say, "Yeah, I, I, I'm not going to say that's my ex- my goal, but or what I expect, but I think it's possible." Versus this coach, not so much. That's why I'm saying, does the general expectations for 
the next coach depend on who they hire. Yeah, it does. Four six four five six eight five. But besides the Meyer example, I don't know if it's the swing is as wild. Now, one guy that that if he were hired, my expectations, my immediate expectation level would shoot to another plane than it would be for many of the others is Fickle. Fickle would elicit that sort of reaction from me. That okay, this is going to happen quick. They're going to get good quick. Um, like you wouldn't feel that with Matt Rule, would you? A little bit, not as quick, right? Not as pretty close, not as, not as. Climbing Leipold, I think over the long haul, they're going to get it done. But I, it's not like with Urban. Why would it? Why do we feel it would be immediate with Urban because of what he could go get at quarterback out of the portal, Absolutely. probably. And assistant right. coaches, assistant coaches, and just players in general. You're gonna you're gonna have players available to you with Urban Meyer that you wouldn't with a lot of other coaches. Correct. You're gonna have quarterbacks available to you that you wouldn't with other coaches. You would. Yes. Urban. That's part of the value. It's it's extraordinary to me that it seems like Urban hasn't gotten any. Now, I don't know. I want to be careful. For all I know, Trev's begging him to come behind the scenes. I don't know that that's the case. I don't think it's the case. But I hope – now, I got to I gotta tell you, Jake. I got to tell you this. At the press conference – now, I don't know if I would ask at the press conference to announce mm-hmm. the new head coach in the event that it's not Urban Meyer, which is what we're thinking, right? That's not him, yeah. I will not ask – Trev at the podium if he kicked the tires on Trev or if he kicked the tires on Urban or if he made a overtures to Urban if he made a if he made a run at Urban but I will ask him off to the side I want to know that that's a question I want to know I do not want to go forward without knowing where that was now but do you think he'll answer that question no, probably not maybe though he might just say no I don't I don't think he'd answer the question he might just say no no we weren't we I prefer not to comment on that that's probably what you're going to get. Trev, just tell me off the record. But, Trev, I, I'm, I'm not going to report this. So. I don't even tell Jake. I won't, I won't tell Sean either. It's just me and you, man. Confidential, bro. You say bro. God, I would love to call know. Call bro. I would <laughs> hey, love. Bro, confidential. I would love to know. I would love to know if Trev Alberts made a run at Urban Meyer. When all is said and done. If yeah. it's not him. Right. But again, the question is this. We'll take some phone calls. 402-464-5685. Does Nebraska's standard of what they expect from the next coach depend on who they hire? Large. For sure in the case of Urban Meyer, somewhat in the case of Fickle, probably in the case of Lane, you would think, okay, it's better Lane Kiffin, better chance to be immediately in the West race. Right? Fickle, Lane, Urban, who else? Maybe rule. Yeah, maybe, maybe rule. Maybe, but he's a maybe. The other three, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, we've got a bunch of phone calls coming, as I thought it would be the case. Rule, one other, one thing before we get to the calls. Rule didn't start strong at either Temple or Baylor. No, well, it was good by year two, though, right? right. I mean, year one right. was atrocious. One right. and 11 at Baylor. Right. Quickly, a good year, year two. Mm-hmm. It, it would be tough to sit through one and 11 here <laughs> for any more years. <laughs> Don't even, don't even talk. Like, even about if you that. could guarantee Nebraska to go eleven wins in two years, it, it's it's gonna be really tough to convince them. Hey, you got to go one and eleven in the first year to make this happen. 
Let's paint. not talk about that. All right, we got a bunch of phone calls. If you can hear us, you're up first on early break. Could we have here? Go ahead. Robocall. If you can hear us, you're up first in early break. Go ahead. Okay, so I do think that if Urban does get hired, I, I you know if we get Urban, I think it does really change the standard that we in the pace that we set at Nebraska. Yep. And and this is coming from. A student at, at the University of Lincoln, Nebraska, but I'm also a Notre Dame fan, so I hear the roommate talk. You know, so that this is kind of an outside perspective, you could say again. But yes, I think the the standard does change. Now, if we get a guy like Leipold, you know, that 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 first caller, he really did sum it up. What we, you know, this it's still a, a pretty high standard. He'll get the job done eventually. Now, a guy that I would really like to see, you know, if maybe they're even looking at is, is Fickle. You know, there's talk that maybe he's waiting for Ohio State to open up with Ryan Day looking at NFL options. So I think that, you know, maybe a young guy like Fickle might be able to get the job done. Quickly. And, and yeah, no, and, and that's the hope. And so I think one thing, one thing about Fickle that I like is that he's a bit of a younger guy. You look at a guy like maybe Marcus Freeman, he's able to really recruit and get into the, get into the head of these young recruits and young guys. And he's also able to give them that same, he's like, hey, listen, I was there. I know how it is. And maybe Fickle can do the same thing that Marcus Freeman did for Notre Dame. Yeah, good point. Great call. Great yeah. call. Thank you for the call. Appreciate Thank it. you very much. Who is that? Who was that? I don't know. New caller. I think Young was, guy. Let me go with Jake. That was a great, I mean, I think he's right. Let's, get, let's keep it rolling. All right, if you can hear us, you're up next. An early break, who do we have here? Nobody. Whew. If you can hear us, you're up next. An early break, go ahead. Who do we have? No, this is Eric. Hey, Eric. 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 Morning. How are you guys? Good. And you? How are you doing, Eric? Oh, I am. I'm out of bed, so that's good. Okay. Good job. Out of bed. Nice. Uh, Good start. Every every day every day above ground's a good day. Yes, it is. God, that's true. So, so when you guys are talking about Urban Meyer, whoever the coach is, I and you say like, okay, if it's Urban, I'm going to have this raised expectation. Mm -hmm. I, I get that. But, okay, I've been listening to this now for 25 years, okay. you know, okay. beyond that. Yeah. Every time a new guy comes in, there's this new expectation. With Frost, the expectations were through the ceiling. Can't miss. Everybody gets their hopes up. Another dud. So what I'm hoping is, which it can't, seems to be it can't happen around here, is that whoever the guy comes in, he gets a, gets a little run Expectations don't go through the ceiling because I feel like we're just setting our, ourselves up for failure again. Yeah. I just don't see, like, I, I listened to Joseph, and I think he made a comment in one of his pre press conferences about the players saying, well, we can't trade them. Well, yep. what does that mean you would if you could? <laughs> I mean, that tells me. I mean, mm. he's, he's saying that there's no talent there. Mm-hmm. To me, that means there's no talent or not enough. Mm -hmm. So how is it, even with the portal, you get Urban Meyer, who I don't think there's any chance he'd come here, but Meyer, Fickle, whoever, <clears throat> why why set yourself up for that? Let the guy come in here, because you don't know who he's going to get. Right. I understand. Because I feel like we just set all these expectations up, and then, bam, everybody's it's right back where we started again. Okay. I got good news. All right, Eric. I got good news. Call. Eric, I hope you're listening, Eric. I got good news for you. 
I don't think that Nebraska is going to get Urban Meyer. I don't think they're I, going I don't to, either. I, I, I don't think they're going to get Luke Fickle. And this is where the good news comes in, Eric. I don't think the expectations are going to be wild. I don't I, – I mean, I get the sense that where this hire is going is going to be to a coach that is a strong, you know, good hire, but not not someone we're going to look at like Urban Meyer. There's a, Who's out there besides Urban and maybe Fickle that you'd say – Oh God, this is gonna get good fast. He's gonna you know what? He's gonna turn over the rock. There's gonna be fifty mm. new guys here and there's gonna be a five star quarterback and here we go. Eric, come on, that's not there's, happening. That's not that happening. Person doesn't exist I got good Herbert. news, Eric. I got good news, Eric. I don't think the expectations are gonna be crazy now. I I think we will be dialed back. We we have to be, don't we? I mean, you yeah. have to be. Yeah. I think so. It sucks that we've gone through this, but you have to dial back what you expect now. Yeah, I do. I mean, it's you. What's happened in the Riley and Frost years is that expectations have been reset, and I don't think it's going to be like when Frost came in. Where now I don't know. I mean, remember, remember, Jake, when Frost came in, we did say long runway. Sure. We did give him long runway. Well, but, Seven years. Remember that conversation? We did, but I think that people assumed, as you and I and everyone assumed, that you would see some signs of success early on. Not 0-6. But, 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 but even staying with that year, Nebraska finishes the year 4-2. and two. They have a good finish. They have, Their two losses were a close loss at Ohio State, a close loss at Iowa, and that's why they were ranked preseason top 25 the next year. Mm-hmm. So even with the 0-6 start, it's like, okay, that sucked, but you redeemed yourself. Now... It gets going. And 2019, the year was supposed to take off. It just didn't take off. And then everything was lost on the runway. Oh, boy. More phone calls coming Good. in. Get, get them. All right. We got more calls coming in. If you can hear us, you're up next on early break. Who do we have here? Uh, Luke. Luke. Go ahead, Luke. So this might be a little bit controversial, but I'd like to throw out Hugh Freeze as a possible option. Uh, guys have done really well with lesser talent. At Liberty, he's played three strings of quarterback this year. He's good at developing depth. He seems to be able to beat teams that are supposed to be better than his team. Beat uh, BYU this year, 41-14. Beat Arkansas until the fourth quarter. He was really beaten out at Arkansas. Uh, was really good at Old Miss, you know, and I get that it's, you know, people are concerned about some of his history, but, I mean, I think the guy's kind of served his time to uh, – Society, and I, I, I think he'd be worth another shot. Okay, okay thank you for I, the call. Yeah, I don't think we can embrace Urban Meyer and then and then go to Hugh Freeze and say, "But no, not you," because of your indiscretions. I don't think we can do that. I think that'd be hypocritical, right? Am I wrong? I agree with you. I just think that Hugh Freeze fits better in the Southeast, and I think that's where he has that more. I think he's destined for the SEC. I think if his if he's to make a jump, what was the caller's name? That was Luke. Luke. Thank you, Luke. I don't mind that name. He's obviously a good coach. But I think he has a southern bent, a southeast bent. Yeah. You, I don't think he's coming this way. You've mentioned even at, at Auburn. Possibly. Oh, a lot. Yeah. Oh, Auburn. He's mentioned prominently. Rules mentioned prominently at Auburn. I know why agent world. Auburn's interested in rule. What I've heard is rule would be more interested in Nebraska than Auburn. I've heard that. Why is that? I don't know why. 
But not facing Alabama. Maybe. Yearly. Maybe. Probably. But, but yeah, Hugh Freeze comes up at Auburn. Rule comes up at Auburn. Lane comes up at Auburn. Now, if it's not Lane Kiffin at Auburn, who is it? If Lane, it might be Hugh Freeze then. If Lane going hard after Joe Sokoloff. Joe Sokoloff? Yep, that's his name. If if he going after the hard going hard after the reporter in Mississippi who who claims that Lane's headed to Auburn and Lane Lane is going back at him hard saying, What are you talking about? Get better sources. If that's not true, if Lane's not going to Auburn, is it Hugh Freeze's job? Well, then you have people that think Dabo Swinney's interested in that job. <laughs> which I think I'd, I'd be in And where's Urban amazing. Meyer in that discussion? Why I don't is hear he it. not mentioned? Yeah, I don't that. hear it. Hey, I, 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 I don't mind the name Hugh Freeze. I just don't think that he would come this way. I don't think it's a fit for him. I don't know if it's a fit for us, by the way. Is it? I don't think so. Yeah, uh, Hugh, I think he's a good, really good football coach. Don't get me wrong. Good he's recruiter. Throw good it football. around though. He's gonna throw it he, around. He doesn't fit here. He's gonna throw it around. I'm convinced now. Now Jeff Brom is in contention for the West title at Purdue by throwing it around, but I don't think that's the way to go. I, I'm convinced of that now. We've tried it. Outlier. Yeah, we've outlier. tried. It. Yeah, yeah, outlier. We've tried it. It hasn't worked too. Let, let's, I mean, let's stop trying to make that work. I mean, it's I mean, important to throw the football. Right, it, it is. is. I'm not. Run, I'm not just run the damn ball guy into the ground. I'm, but I'm. I think you got to be oriented the way Iowa is, right? The way Wisconsin is, right? Right? Yes. The way Illinois I, what's wrong is. With, I know it's not sexy, but guess what? They win football games. The way the way Michigan is, right? Right? They're not sexy. Michigan just runs the ball. I say, yeah, we don't, we don't even have oh, this they got high good wideouts. Attack. They got good wideouts and tight ends, though. But tight ends, but they're better at running the football. Yeah, they're better. That's their deal. Another phone call. If you can hear us, you're up next on early break. Who do we have here? Hey guys, it's Lance. Uh, so you guys got me pretty fired up in this last uh, five to seven minutes. So, <laughs> okay, Lance. Um, you know, <laughs> okay, Lance. <laughs> good. What do you got? Uh, so uh, a couple of things, guys. Um, I think uh, a quick question: um, mm-hmm. How many times has you just mentioned Iowa, Wisconsin, and Illinois? How many times have they beat Ohio State for a conference title? They have not. They have not. Okay. So. Well, I agree. You have to be able to run the ball. You have to have a functional pass game, and uh, I think that's important. Um, I also think you can be physical without running the ball as much as those teams do. Uh, in terms of us, I think the expectations for the next coach have been brought down. But but one thing is, the guys that have failed here have all failed because they've leaned a lot on their people uh, from other stops. And I think if we don't have a coach that comes in here and grabs a staff that is competent in recruiting and NIL and the portal, um, then I think we're going to be facing the same thing. You, you need guys in here who can come and get transfers, and, and you have to be able to flip a roster. I think it's been shown mm-hmm. if you're not productive by years two and year three, mm-hmm. it, it becomes really hard. And so that's what my concern is. When, uh, I really like Lance Leipold, mm-hmm. but my concern with him is his defensive coordinator and some of his other staff members mm-hmm. – I don't know if they're the type of guys that are going to be able to come in and flip a roster. Mm-hmm. You don't have to win the conference in year two or year three, mm-hmm. but you have to bring guys in. So yeah, yeah. Um, if I'm Auburn, I go Jimmy Chadwell, and I, I give that a shot. Okay. So, you guys, thanks. Thank, Thank you, you, Lance. Lance. Appreciate the phone call. Jake, when it comes down to – okay, now I'm going to address that. You're, Lance is correct. Wisconsin, Lance is correct. Iowa, Wisconsin – Illinois, they don't beat Ohio State, okay? 
Iowa and Wisconsin don't beat Ohio State in that championship game. No. They, they, they don't. Uh-uh. Northwestern, God knows they don't. Northwestern. Hey, they pushed them one year, 2020. Yeah. Lost great. by 11, I think. Yeah. Okay, now listen. They, they don't. But you know what? You know who does, Lance? Michigan. Michigan. Michigan is going to push Ohio State. Michigan did push Ohio State over the ledge last year. They pushed Ohio State right over the ledge. And this year, yeah, this year they have a great chance to do it again with a ground-based attack. You know what would be, you know, if I were the AD, it's crystallized in my head during Lance's call. Lance, thank you. I would try to find a Jim Harbaugh clone. How he operates, I don't know. Who's that? I don't know. I mean, a, a, a strong quarterback coach who is very, very run game oriented, but multiple, um, uses the tight ends effectively, understands the importance of the trenches, builds inside out. I mean, look at them up front. Sounds like Chris Kleiman. It does. It does. Thank you. That sounds exactly like Chris Kleiman. Chris Kleiman has developed quarterbacks at a very high level. It does. They run the football. They have a good tight end from Waterloo, Iowa, by the way, right now. I watched him play. He looked pretty dang good against Texas when I watched that game. What you just said is Jim Harbaugh. I think we're kind of on in Sorry, it's Chris Kleiman. Chris Kleiman is the answer to that. What you just said, if you want a Harbaugh clone, Kleiman's I think you're on to something there, Jake. I think you're on to something there. Well, of course. Thank you. That's, I mean, Michigan is hard-nosed football. It's hard. No, I mean that is a big, ornery offensive line with tough running running backs, but pretty good wideouts, pretty good, very good tight ends, yep. and a very good defense that is getting more sacks per game this year than they did last year with Aiden Hutchinson and David Ojabo. More sacks this year, best defense in the country, Jake, Michigan. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm at- Jim's an offensive coach, but Jim has the best defense in the country. I could see Kleiman doing that. Imagine if Kleiman, you know, kept Mickey Joseph also in the yeah, scenario. Because K-State's receivers, are not, they're not that uh, good. Hello. Hello. But they've also elevated Cade Warner to a, a level he's actually respectable. Yeah, I hope. He didn't do much here at Nebraska. I just don't know if you can pull Kleiman out of Kansas State. Well, if, this, if what you said is that if you want a Jim Harbaugh clone, I mean, what the you closest said, thing you can get to Harbaugh Chris right Kleiman now. is pretty dang close in all of Am that I wrong? Stuff. Are people no. saying I'm crazy? Who pushed back on that? I mean, if, if the things you mentioned, a quarterback guru, that's Harbaugh, that's Chris Kleiman. Well, he's not a quarterback guru because Kleiman is an, a defensive coach. But he has helped develop quarterbacks. He has. He has. Trey Lance, Carson Wentz. Yes. I mean, yes. Come on. Yep. I, I stopped there. I, yep. I, I should. Easton Stick. Michigan Lance is that – Michigan is a different style than Ohio State. I mean, Michigan is more run-oriented, more between the tackles – Less receiver-oriented. I mean, come on, Ohio State's all about the receiver. I've said it a thousand times. I'll say it again. Chris Kleiman is a Big Ten coach coaching in the wrong conference and still having success. He is a Big Ten coach. I would say this. Go get him, Trev. Go get him. Pay the man. I don't know if you can. Pay the man. Jake, I don't know if you can. I don't know if he can get him out of there. He's in a good spot. Kleiman. He's in a good spot. Kleiman's in a good spot. Well, he could be in a good spot here. I know. Robin Washett next on Early Break in the Ticket. (laughs) 